Hello and welcome to the Creative Champs podcast. I'm your host, Key May, and I'm here to help make your creative journeys easier through the Creative Champs platform. Now, just to note, recording this from home, so apologies for any background noises you may hear. Now, this episode, I am speaking about the creative journey that I've been on. Um, I was asked on my uh, Instagram page about the specific journey I took and how I navigated through um, the different disciplines, how I became a freelancer, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so I thought, let me just put this into a podcast episode and hopefully it will help people in terms of where to start or ways that they can sort of um, go about navigating the industry. So I started designing when I was, (laughs) it's actually when I was 14, but that was designing websites and it was through a platform called MSN Groups. I'm really showing my age here, but um, yeah, there was this thing called MSN Groups and me and my friend, we used to make um, websites. I had a website called Hot Celebville, (laughs) cringe, and uh, it was all about uh, the latest on um, mostly American celebrities. I didn't really know anything about celebrities over here. Yeah, I was a bit of a traitor. Yeah, so I used to talk about that sort of stuff and my friend had a group called R&B Groups For You. Um, yeah, it was just funny. Then after that, I pivoted into, it was Pixo, I believe. I don't know if anyone remembers that or am I still showing my age here? Anyway, it don't matter. It don't matter. (laughs) Yeah. Then I started to move into Pixo and what I started to do was teach myself about coding. Uh, so I started to include things like music players and I had those really tacky gifts and people would come to my page to get codes for things. I used to do themed layouts. I had all sorts going on. I used to host competitions as well uh, amongst other Pixel website designers. That's what I call us because we were designers, okay? Uh, And I actually spent a lot of time doing this, like hours. People don't realise. I was about 16 at this point, 16 slash 17. And I used to spend hours coding teaching myself how to do things and I used to create a lot of web graphics at this point and I used a program called Microsoft PhotoDraw which is very old very old software but it did the job at the time Um, and then it was then at that age that I started to get paid to create things for people so people started to approach me to make them flyers um, web graphics marketing material for like raves and such and then I remember when I first started charging I was charging like 20 pound a side no I'm lying 10 pound a side 20 pound for the whole thing (laughs) you know how it is you just I never had a contract or anything I didn't get them to sign anything it was just a mess because a lot of the time I didn't even get paid properly because they just disappeared didn't they I would send them the full files and but you live and you learn. Then when I was 18, I started university and initially I started on a web design course, but that was trash. The teachers were actually, they they actually walked out midway through the, um, I think I spoke about this on another episode, but yeah, they, they walked out. And so I just thought, you know, fuck this, put me in the main uni because that's where I was supposed to be anyway. I don't know why they put me in Dunstable College. Anyway, so then I started, uh, what did I do? I moved to graphic design. 
the graphic design course, but I think they called it visual, was it graphic or visual arts and communication or something like that. It was given a little bit of a different name or it might've been slash illustration because there were times where they morphed us together. I don't know why they did that because they're actually different fields. They're actually different fields and require a different set of skills and strategy. But anyway, so I studied that. But while I was doing that, I was also freelancing. And at this point during uni was when I was creating flyers. It was mainly flyers that I was doing. You know, I was doing them for the ACS committee. I was doing them for random people who wanted to host events, that sort of thing. It was very localized, localized work. Um, And again, my rates never went above like 40 or 50 pounds. It was only after I left uni that I was like, wait a minute, (laughs) I got bills. And actually... I should be charging more because the work that I'm providing for these people is helping them to make money and it's helping them to promote their services. It's helping them to promote their raves, okay? And their events. So there's got to be something more in this for me because I actually ended up, do you know what? I'll I'll take accountability and say that I should have done more (laughs) towards my grades, but I found that I was spending more time on creating flyers so it was just like my grades took a, they took a bit of a, a, a beat in. They did. I'm not going to lie because I was just doing bloody revisions. I remember one guy, asshole, I created a graphic and um, I can't remember like a beauty pageant, but it was like, he told me he wanted me to use a black woman. I put a black woman on there with an afro and he was like, no, make her hair straight. I don't want none of that kinky shit. I, I was listen so I had to change the hairstyle and then when I changed the hairstyle or actually can you just change the whole theme altogether because we're going in a different direction and it was just back and forth and endless back and forth and that particular one that that particular project stressed me the hell out because it dragged it dragged on and I was so stressed out about my assignments at the same time and all the while this motherfucker didn't even pay me why am I stressing out anyway but you live and you learn you live and you learn So then after I left uni, uh, you know what? Studying graphic design made me kind of fall out of love with it in a sense because it was a lot of brief-led work. It was a lot of having to explain why we did things and, you know, it worked for a few years afterwards, but it was more so me trying to morph or pivot into other areas where I felt like I was able to create in the way that I wanted to create without the limitations and the barriers that were there. So in terms of getting um, graphic design work, you know, we were told throughout uni that the only way to do this was to, you know, sign up to design studios, do unpaid internships, which would lead into work in design studios. But I didn't want to work in a design studio. I tried it out for a year in terms of applying. I never actually got in because they always wanted experience that I didn't have. They wanted studio experience. They didn't give a damn about any of my freelancing experience or the fact that I had a degree. No, they wanted me to have previous studio experience, even though I just left uni. So it was just a very frustrating process. And then after a while, I was like, do you know what? I don't want to work in these damn studios anyway. I want to do my own thing. I kind of felt like I didn't know where to start with that because throughout uni, we were just told or sort of 
um, prepped, prepped for work in design studios as opposed to working for ourselves, which I never understood. Because the majority of freelance, um, the majority of creators, sorry, visual artists and designers tend to work freelance. A lot of us do, but this isn't something that's covered in depth in university, I find. I don't know how it is now because this was all 10 years ago or 10 plus years ago. So I don't know how they're going about navigating that now or that side of the industry. But at the time, I didn't have a clue. I just knew that I wanted to work for myself, but I didn't really know where to start. So then I just started researching, I started reading books, I just started doing it. I just made, I made a, um, a website and I just kicked things off from there. I literally made the website and experimented. I did a lot of experimenting. So trying out different styles, it took me a little while to sort of find my thing, my niche, I guess you could say. Um, but that was all through just trial and error, seeing how things turned out, trying out different software, different techniques, finding what felt good to me, you know, uh, and that's what really helped me to sort of just go forth and do what I wanted to do, essentially. And after I finished up with the um, graphic design, I say finished up, but really and truly you carry these things with you. So all of the things you learn throughout your jobs, the creative disciplines that you've been involved in, you are carrying transferable skills with you along the way. And you can use these to help strengthen the quality of what you do provide at that stage in your life, whatever stage you're at. So I use my graphic design skills and my web design skills to help me create a website, which I would then go on to host or use to share my surface prints, um, which was me designing prints. They were quite abstract at first, um, but then I started to realize I had a, an interest in geometric shapes and nature, elements of nature. And I guess that was representative of what I was going through at the time in terms of me wanting to find my own space, feeling like I didn't really have a safe space, but then whenever I was surrounded by nature. So if I was in a park or something, I, I, I tended to feel my most peaceful. And so a lot of my work represented that, that element of peace that I felt, sort of abstract combinations of the two. I started off with this journey on print on demand websites. So I uploaded my designs to Society6, which was the first print on demand website that I worked with. And then my abstract designs did particularly well on there and I was able to earn like an extra $300. So with print on demand websites, they take, they give you 10% and they take 90% of each sale. So, so, um, yeah, so I was making, I was selling around $3,000 worth of goods on there, but I was receiving 300. But this was when I was first starting out and I thought, you know what, this is a good way for me to see what kind of work people are buying, what kind of work they like, and if my work can do well, if I then move on to my own platform. So that's what I did. I, I then moved on to my own platform about a year later with my um, abstract prints um, and I turned them into notebooks and accessories and things. And then I just woke up one day, literally I woke up one day and I was like, do you know what? I want to actually learn to draw because I, the last time I had tried to draw was when I was like six years old, six or seven years old. And I just got bored of working with flowers and elements of nature and shit. I just, 
got bored of it I guess because by that stage in my life my head was in a different space and now I wanted to explore different ways to bring ideas to life from scratch without sourcing images royalty free images or paying for stock I wanted to create the images myself and so then I bought a Wacom and I started to teach myself to draw so I hooked it up to the photoshop and I just started sketching I downloaded like a whole like thousands no hundreds of reference photos to use to help me in terms of placement and drawing faces and all that sort of stuff and after I'd been drawing for about four months I was invited to take part in an exhibit and that exhibit led on to the next exhibit and then I started to sell my work on prints and posters and things at markets. Yeah, it feels kind of weird speaking about myself. I've been bleating on for a while, but I just wanted to, <laughs> I just wanted to um, illustrate the journey for you guys in terms of how I went about navigating this. So after I did that, uh, the illustration, I naturally pivoted into providing online education because, because alongside working in this area, I was also working in schools. So I was working with children, I was working with teenagers, I was working within the education sector and I really enjoyed that side of things. I enjoyed making learning more fun. I then started to feel like, do you know what? I actually want to do, I want to find a way to morph the um, my knowledge and experience within the creative arts with education. I want to do this as a thing I want to set my own thing up my own platform up where I'm able to teach and help others in a fun way because throughout school I used to always try and speak to the children's interests and use that as a way to uh, provide lessons that leads me to where I am today creating creative champs and um, if your ears aren't bleeding yet <laughs> and you haven't already heard the episode where I was speaking about why I created creative champs then that will be the follow-on from this I sort of did this in the wrong order but hey ho so that's my uh, story thus far and I'm starting to as you can tell I'm in need of a drink get a bit stuttery on my words I, I need to um get up and have a beverage and it's actually first thing in the morning I can't lie to you guys but this is the quietest time here so um yeah I'm gonna sign off listen to some music and um i wish you all an amazing week all right so i'll speak to you on the next episode all right bye